Welcome to The Monk, The Magic, and The Millions, a diary of the lessons learned in spirituality, business, and everything in between. I'm your host, Andy Wang. What's up, team? Another entry of MMM. We're up to entry number eight. The title of this entry is Silence is Golden. Now, I feel a little bit silly sharing this entry because this is a lesson I feel like if you ask anyone, they're probably like, duh. And even when I realized this for myself and the pattern that it plays out in my life, I thought, oh, Andy, how did you not catch this sooner? Now, how did this come about? And what do I mean, silence is golden? Well, what I've found is that I seem to work the best when I give myself time and space in silence. Now, I have a meditation practice every single morning. I kind of do it every single morning, uh, five, four to five days a week, right? I seem to take the weekends off. And I remember a coach who I worked with once said to me, Andy, do you not brush your teeth on the weekends? And I'm like, no, of course I brush my teeth. And and he said, well, why do you not meditate on weekends as well? Uh, Hope he's not watching this. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, I do have a meditation practice, but the silence I'm talking about isn't just when you set aside a bit of time and that's the silence for meditation. So for example, I might set aside half an hour a day to meditate in the mornings and that's all well and good in that half an hour where I'm, I'm really connecting with the self and doing whatever else that I need to do in that silence. But the silence I'm talking about is all the space throughout the whole day. I found having silence in between everything I'm doing or even during when I'm doing things throughout a day is so important. This entry may not be applicable for the majority of people. I don't know how it shows up for you, but how this came about for me is that I love listening to audiobooks. I love listening to podcasts. I love having YouTube open in the background uh, just to get the audio of my favorite shows, right? And oftentimes I I love to keep learning. It's something which I find the more I learn, the, the, the better I get, the more I can turn knowledge into wisdom. But what I found though was there was always something on. So for example, I could be going for a walk. And I thought, well, what better time to put in an audiobook or a podcast? I could be driving and I thought, well, let's have a podcast on in the background. Could be working and thought, well, hang on, if I'm doing some mind numbing data entry work or whatever type of work, let's put something on in the background. And eventually what I found was there was always something on in the background, no matter what I was doing. It got to a point where I was you know, cleaning, cleaning up after myself, after a meal, I had my headphones in to, to listen to the podcast or listen to the audiobook, whatever it might be. And I, I thought, oh, I want to go take a shower, but ah, I want to know what happens next. So I started taking, <laughs> taking this into the shower with me. And what was happening is outside of my meditation practice in the morning and outside of meetings, for example, I always had something feeding into my ears or my eye holes, right? (laughs) It it, it was something. And as a result, I wasn't getting silent. 
Now, why is this a problem? Well, it's all well and good to consume. You know, we're such a con- we consume a lot, and that even comes in the form of entertainment. I know it could be educational, but it's still entertainment. But when we're consuming all the time, we don't get that silence, which is so important for self-reflection and self-connection. What I was finding was that the more I consumed throughout the whole day of information, the less connected with myself I was feeling. I would find myself sort of finishing off an audiobook, even though I had been working throughout all that time or uh, getting to a destination in the car. I would find myself sort of arriving at the destination or finishing whatever I needed to do, and I would take my headphones out, and it almost like I just snapped back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Okay, sorry. Um, but <laughs> I hope people get that reference. Anyway, I, I would take my headphones out and I'm back in reality again. I would, I would feel, oh, that feels weird. Where have I been? And I've, I could really sense this urge to plug the headphones back in and delve back into whatever it is I was consuming, Right. Now, this is something which I'm still not 100% sure where I sit in terms of how much consumption of content is a good enough amount. I think that's going to fluctuate and it depends on person by person. And just to clarify, when I say consume content, I, I'm not strolling Instagram or Facebook for hours on end. I don't just, I find myself, I just am too busy to do that, but I consume with background noise and I try and have that consumption, clean consumption for lack of a better term. So it's either an audio book where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm really into this one or it's educational content. But even with clean consumption, I'm using air quotes here for the, you listeners out there, it's still consumption and it's still taking away from silence and it's still transports me into some realm where I'm like, I'm not present with life. I'm not present with what I'm doing. I'm not present with myself and how I'm feeling when I'm doing what I'm doing. That's the problem because the less connected I am with myself, the less I know how I'm feeling about something or where I stand or something or whether there's something else I'm missing because I'm not in tune with my own thoughts. I'm in tune with whatever's being fed to me. And the pattern that's played out before and now again is that the more I consume on a consistent longer basis, the less connection with the self there is, the less connection with the self there is, the greater the shock when all those feelings, those emotions, the challenges, the the, the stuff that I was suppressing unconsciously come to the surface all in one hit. Which leads me to believe everything is an escape. It could be like for me, it could be working out, exercising. It could be eating. It could be, uh, I love painting Warhammer, organizing Magic the Gathering cards. I know I go full nerd listening to Warhammer audiobooks, working, working on the business, working in the business, reading books. Everything is an escape. Now, escape is a charged word, so let me let me clarify. I'm not saying they're bad, don't do them, but 
what it all is, it's an escape or a distraction, whatever word you want to use there, from the connection with the self. So what am I going to do from the future? Knowing that if everything is an escape or a distraction from the connection with the self, and I know connection with the self is important, but I also know being in this meat suit, being a human being, right, it's enjoyable to listen to some audiobooks and it's enjoyable to learn about new things. So it'll be about balancing those. Do I have an exact plan on how I'm going to tackle this? Not quite just yet, but this is what I'm going to do. When I'm driving, I feel like, yes, have a podcast on or an audiobook on. I'm okay with that. But when I but when I'm around the house, uh, working, eating, doing things around the house where where it feels a bit mind-numbing work, I think I'm going to withhold from consumption of content. I don't know what the outcome of it will be just yet, but what's the harm in testing and trying? Because when I really think about it, what is the what is the temptation to consume the content when when I'm doing those sort of mundane tasks? Well, it's because it's there's a feeling of boredom. So if there's a feeling of boredom, w- would it be more effective to distract from that feeling or would it be more effective to actually sit in it, be with the feeling of boredom, be curious about, hey, what does it actually feel like and is this actually a problem? Can I enjoy this feeling actually? Can I, can I find joy in these simple mundane tasks that I'm doing right now? The answer could be yes. The answer could be no. But until we test it, we're never going to know the answer to that. And what if the answer was yes, you can find joy in each of these mundane tasks and you get to transmute that boredom from doing something begrudgingly and being like, oh, this sucks. I wish I had an audiobook to, oh, no, I actually didn't mind doing that. I could find the joy in that. And the moment you have the skill to find a joy in one thing, imagine where else you can find joy. I feel like the upsides of trying this are so much more than the downsides of like, oh, I miss out on consuming a bunch of content. The danger and the the difficulty here is it is so tempting just to plug the headphones in and put content on. I don't know about you, but I feel the temptation, whether it's because a habit has been built where I'm doing something specifically, I need content, or whether it's because of the dopamine hit where it's like, oh, that is actually really tempting to constantly be fed new and new entertainment and new and new content. Regardless, that temptation, I feel like, hang on, regardless of whether there's the upside from delving into the mundane, boring shit, regardless of whether whether you know you could grow and who you'd be off the back of that, the pure fact that we're always giving into this temptation of consumption, that in itself I feel like it's worth abstaining from that because there'll be growth in being able to not give into that temptation each time. Hmm. Anyway, I hope this one resonates with people. Maybe I'm the only one out there who's constantly got YouTube on the background or have an audiobook or have a podcast on I hope I'm the only one then, you know, uh, people aren't faced with this same sort of issue that I'm, I'm being faced with. But yeah, 
I have found it's almost like there's an inverse correlation, more content consumed, less connection with self. Mm. And you know what? I think that's a lesson for another time is why the connection with self is so important. Yeah. You know what? That is a lesson for another time. Until next time. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Monk, The Magic and The Millions. 